This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. Lovely to see you again. So here we are, episode 149. That's almost reaching that that big 150. It's just a number, but it feels like a watershed. So we'll see what comes next time. What's the first thing that you notice about an alpaca when you're standing in front of them, when you you approach them? at the gate or into the field, what's the first thing that you notice? What's the thing that catches your attention? Hmm. I think, for me anyway, it's the eyes. The eyes, I I notice something. There's something that catches my eye, <laughs> which is their eye. And I've always said about alpacas that there's a... There's a difference between alpacas and sheep because alpacas have more behind the eyes. Uh, I know I'm biased and I know there are probably some very nice sheep out there. And I know I've said that before as well. But yeah, so you look at them and they are looking at you. And amazing eyes, because of the position on the head and that subtle shift they can not be facing you, but still be looking at you. And therefore, you approach and then you're being engaged with their eyes. And there's a sense of, of seeing something and being seen and trying to work out what what is that inscrutable thing going on in the brain of an alpaca when they're standing. Sometimes you get caught out and I always feel... I've made an assumption that they're looking at me and they've got their attention on me. And then all of a sudden there's something happening. What's, what, what are they doing? What, what are they doing? And they're having a scratch. They've got an itch on one of their front legs and the back foot has just reached forward and just going, scratch, 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 have a little scratch. So they weren't really giving me their full attention at all. They were concentrating on the fact that they had a little itch. Oh dear. So we, we tend to think of ourselves more highly than we ought on occasions. But the alpacas always bring you down. There, there are some that will give you that clear stare. And Hermione is one of those. She's the, the first one that we met in a field that really caught our attention. She's got so much lovely presence. She's getting to be an old girl now. So because of the weather, which I'll come on to in a bit, uh, she's got a coat on at the moment. But uh, yeah, she's a sweetie. So the eyes, the, you notice the eyes and they're looking at you and they're observing. The second thing that I then notice is the nose. So the nostrils tend to, to kind of be moving a bit. Now, if they get really stressed, then you can see the, the nostrils flaring and they're really kind of trying to grab as much air as possible. And you can see the flank, the, the, the little bit on their side, which is going in and out. And it's, you can see it's laboured breathing. It's, it's definite harder breathing. And this, they're a bit stressed. But I'm talking about that. I'm talking about just the general, the nose. And it's almost like they're trying to, they're trying to, they're trying to sniff you 
from a distance. They're kind of leaning forward without moving. They're leaning forward with their nose to try and catch just a bit of its extra information about you through some kind of scent. And I know when I do go into the field and I get close, there are some in particular, they want to come up and, and I usually, I'm going to say this and it's out in, out in the public, isn't it? Uh, I usually just kind of bend my head slightly so they can have a sniff of my hair. They, they seem to want to do that. And I'm hoping I'm not sending a, a, a strange signal at this point. <laughs> Whereas actually I'm saying I'm submissive to them, which I don't think I am. But, you know, it's just getting that closeness and they, they do want to have a, a little sniff and you can put a hand out, but they're a little bit more wary of that. So they'll come up and they'll have a little look and a little a little sniff, some more than others. Oweda is a classic for that. She's forever uh, coming up behind, really, or, or to the side and you suddenly realise and she's, she's there, but she's that bit taller than the others. So you've got nose to nose, eye to eye with this serious chunk of alpaca. She's a sweetie, but she's big and she is strong. So we look at them, they're looking at us, and there's an engagement. There's something going on. They're, they're watching with intent. They are looking to see what's going on. They're looking to see what it is that you're about. When we first met our first alpacas, and that's that's the question I, I ask when I'm interviewing people for the the podcast is, when did you meet your first alpaca? And how did it make you feel? But particularly, when did you meet your first alpaca? Do you remember? Do you remember when you met your first alpaca? Do you remember? What was it that you noticed? Was it something that caught your attention? Was it the sight of them? The shape of them? The size of them? The fact that they got long legs and long necks? Often people remark on that. The sound of them? The little hums, the little somethings that they make, that little <laughs> that little sound as they're kind of breathing in and doing this thing. Anyway, you can tell when they're loading up ready to spit, but usually you don't get that the first time you meet them. The smell, they, they do have a distinctive smell, particularly when they're wet. <laughs> and they're certainly wet at the moment. And I did get a very strong whiff of, of popcorn. From one of them today, when I when I was up close, and they they're damp, warm and damp, and they smell of popcorn. Who knew? And movements they they're kind of the movement, the way they they are very sedate, very slow, deliberate in the way that they they walk. Very measured, very leisurely is probably a word that that applies. I remember when we first met that we walking through the field and there was this, some that stood out, but it was just lovely being in, in among them. But Hermione, that was the, the day that we met Hermione for the first time uh, on the the farm of the breeder where we bought the animals from originally. And it was just, I, it was just very special. We talked about her a lot in the car on the way home. And uh, she was definitely immediately on our list of, if we're going to have animals, we're going to have alpacas. She's on there. She's one of the ones that we want. She just caught... She didn't just catch our attention, though. She caught our heart almost immediately. I don't know, it's a funny old thing, isn't it? So when they arrived, the five of them, and they, they drove off, left them behind. It was really funny. 
because now we've got these alpacas in the field and they're kind of going, hmm, oh, new place, okay, new people. And they kind of looked at me. It was a bit of a what is he doing kind of look. What is he doing? That was that steady gaze, that definite look. They were wondering what I was doing. And I think they were also wondering, what am I going to do next? So they're thinking, what is he doing and what's he going to do next? Do I, I'm, They were ready. They weren't panicking, but they were ready <laughs> just in case they needed to make a quick uh, a movement away into a different part of the field, away from me. But we got on pretty well, pretty quickly. It was almost like they were looking at me and going, I don't think he knows what he's about. I don't think he, he's got a clue. I think we could have some fun with him. So they were quite kind, I think, if they did think that. But yes, they they were definitely adjusting to me as I was adjusting to them. And there was that attention. They were curious. That is one of the biggest things you notice about them. The attitude of an alpaca is curiosity. They like to see what's going on. I like to be around and know what's happening. So as you approach them, the first thing that catches your eye, what is it? For me, it's the eye and then the nose. I just pick up. And I think if you do approach alpacas, if you just kind of watch the group, watch the field, watch the field of your vision, that, that broad thing, and watch for movements, see who's moving, see who's doing what. And the positioning and stuff that goes as very, very interesting, the dynamic of the herd, of the group, and just how those things just happen. They're just just instinctual. They they just happen automatically. More than I think them consciously saying, Okay, you you stay there, I'm gonna move a bit over here. There's just a general thing. They they recognize, they feel part of a group and they are interacting with each other all the time in terms of the distance and what's going on. When did I meet my first alpaca? Hmm. It's a long time ago now. And how did it make me feel? Ah, oh, well, <laughs> we fell in love. Uh, so quick catch up on the valley. What's been going on in the valley? Well, it's been damp. It hasn't been so heavy rain. I had some heavy Yeah. Well, it seems <laughs> we've had wet rain. Do you know what I mean? We've had wet rain. It, we have had some heavy time. It's just been steady, steady rain. And the last couple of days have been really, really wet rain. It's called kind of drizzle in the cloud kind of rain. So it wasn't coming down so much. I mean, you could see it on the lake and stuff, but it was it was just wet. It's wet. The whole, <laughs> whole air seems to be wet. So the alpacas were all covered in, in, in little fine droplets. All right. But they, they also covered in dirt and stuff, everything that's around. So they've developed their Welsh grey colour, and which is all dirt. It's not a real colour. Really. And for some of them, we had to put coats on. So Hermione has had her coat on, and she didn't really want... <laughs> she did stand still eventually. She really dodged and weaved a bit in the stable, trying to avoid me until she stood and then let me put the coat on. She doesn't like that process, but she does appreciate having it on. So she has been grazing. I've seen her grazing more, which probably is true. I think she's been grazing more, but certainly I've noticed her more because she's got the coat on. She stands out. So even if it's just to allow me to keep an eye on her, that's that's good because she's just a little bit concerning. Um, but she's doing all right. She's doing all right. So she's got her coat on and a few of the little ones as well. 
that were particularly wet and bedraggled looking. Just occasionally they've been sort of going, uh, particularly afternoon feed. It's kind of, well, where have you been? About time. We're starving. <laughs> so they're obviously feeling enthusiastic for the food that I'm giving them, which is always nice. They've been following a few different routes and sometimes they go out the corner onto the green path and, and along through the trees. They they like that one. And there's lots of little saplings that they'll they'll still brush themselves and walk through. But there's quite a bit of uh, grazing down there, which they have been ignoring and they're now taking good advantage of. And they still go down the far end into the ford. They're still paddling through that and quite happily in the water, in the cold water. I can vouch for that. It is cold water. And they've also, the bucket yesterday, it was filthy. Well, all muddy. So obviously somebody has stood at it. And so I'm not quite sure why they felt the need to do that, but they did. So you think with this tampness and all the rest of it that they would stay in, but no, 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 no. They're going to stay in this stable. I'll even left the lights on for them, but no, 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 no. They're not going to go in this stable. So they've been out grazing in the rain, which is fine. I'm very happy for them to do that. When they go in, when they don't, uh, it's a mystery. <laughs> ducks, good weather for ducks. They've been coming and going a bit, but generally they've been around and there's all kind of crowd of them. Every now and again, up the top end of the lake, from here, you can't really see them. They're very well camouflaged against the edge of the lake, the kind of the vegetation. But you we got these little kind of splashes and things, and there's a whole load of them. They're just kind of dipping themselves under and, and having a good old well, they're in the water anyway, I know, but I, I like a little water bath. So they're having a good old <laughs> splash around, which which from a distance looks very strange to work out what was going on. It did make me wonder at first when I saw it, but Woodpeckers. So I've seen quite a few green woodpeckers for some reason. I don't know whether it's just the vegetation shifting, which means that I'm seeing them a bit more, but uh, they've been whizzing around. Every now and again, find a little collection of feathers, a little collection of white feathers and things. So something's been had by uh, one of a selection of birds of prey that could have had it. So I'm not quite sure what's going on there. But less rabbits. They're still around, but I see them less often. I think <laughs> I think when it rains, they prefer stay in their burrow and stay indoors. But they're still around. So there's uh, there's other activity that we see footprints and little little holes or mm, kind of holes in the vegetation. It's not kind of a hole, but it's kind of a definite route. Something's going backwards and forwards. So I probably need to move my camera around a bit more and just see who I can find and where. And if I find anybody interesting, I shall let you know. So there we go. That's the, the quick little roundup of the valley. Colour change, vegetation, a lot of the leaves down. Some of the, the later ones just shifting now. The, the hazel thing looking very pretty as well at the moment. And that's kind of tail end. We get a good blow and a bit of frost. And I guess we'll lose most of the rest of the leaves that haven't come down yet. So yeah, there we go. So if you can... Go spend some time with an alpaca and see what strikes you first. Have a look at the eyes. Have a look at the eyes and then the nose. Watch what the nose is doing and just watch them watching you. So thanks for being here. Take care and see you again soon. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. 
Have a great day.